We start in Hoboken where Team Steve and Kurt duel in a battle for their respective one seeds. Speaking of top seeds, Austin Texas Eckler was the lone star shot out of his dad and into his mother as the stud RB scored a huge 24 points. But much like the Empire, Kurt would strike back as R2DK Metcalf delivered the Death Star plans and 18 points from the flex. Team Steve's Deonteo Cruz Johnson lit it up like it's dynamite for the first time in weeks, scoring 14. But in the end, Jamar Chasey Anthony was able to deliver the killing blow and still have Kurt acquitted from the first round. Kurt 108, Sandstorm 91, fumbling and stumbling and rumbling. Next up, Poe heads to Sewell in a playoff eliminator versus Husser. Tyler Lockett Raccoon was the only guardian of the empty galaxy that is Tom's brain, as his team dropped a massive dud at the least opportune moment. But much like an illiterate sorority girl versus proper nouns, it was TBD if Poe would be able to capitalize, as Travis Homer Simpson had Poe screaming, Throw! after scoring 5 points from the flex. But 18 from David Letterman and Joku provided just enough humor to put this old man to sleep, as... Ooh, one more time for old time's sake. Fine, Tej. Brandon, are you looking? Dropped 13 points, but in the end it was not enough. Poe 110, Bird 69. Very nice. Next up, Muller heads to Nutley to face off with the Rasp and punch his ticket to the big dance. Matt started strong behind Jalen Lertz and the rest of the Eagle Urukai, scoring 30 points. Boom, I've seen the movies, but I don't know. Read the fucking books, Tej. Anyways, 33 points from Jerry Judy? Gave Muller an insurmountable lead, capped off by Isaiah, asking for the Pacheco please on his way out of the Chili's and into the playoffs. Muller 158, Rasp 123. Whoop, whoop, whoop! We finish up with the game of the week between Massive Fraud Troy and, well, Massive Fraud Prop for the last playoff sprot. Team Troy hopped into a Chuba X, riding the deadline acquisition for 19 points. But Brock would respond as the Money Badger and his seven useless Broncos would match that total and some. Team Troy wouldn't go quietly into the night, as Derek Jeter Henry was insanely clutch, playing like a unanimous Hall of Famer, banging a ton of hot women, and scoring 20 points to keep the postseason dreams alive. But in the end, Jared bend over and goth, surprisingly didn't have a hernia despite putting the entire team on his back and scoring a crucial 26 points, which set up a walk-off win by the Raiders. Defense and special teams. Brock 92, Troy 91, and that's week 14. <laughs> I must say, that Brock one, and that Brock and Troy one, they really are the two biggest frauds in the league this year. Well, one of them's gone. One of them has a big playoff matchup. So, just two yeah, games one of your to. Best yet. Another one of my best yet. Yeah, another one of your best. You just yet. say that every I... single week, Poe. But I Dude, appreciate I'm it. I'm cackling. I'm cackling. It was so good. We're juiced and, tonight. Uh, it's the big playoff playoff yeah. preview. 
huge week, huge week. And I, I also meant to say, I'm actually finally, uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know if I told you this last week when we talked, but I've been uh, watching the Obi-Wan series, which is like, pretty much the only parts I like are when he fights Darth. Like, pretty much everything else I'm kind of whatever on. I like that you call um, him Darth like Obi-Wan calls him. But yeah, that oh, show kind of sucks, dude. Watch Andor. Yeah, so that's on my list, but I think um, I'm, like, on a Star Wars kick lately. I think I'm going to finally give Rogue One another shot and, and see if it's as terrible as I remember. Dude, watch Andor and then watch Rogue One. This is a is no-brainer. Andor, where does it take place? Before Rogue One? Yeah, it shows how he becomes a rebel. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, it can't so take let's... place after Rogue One because he blows just, up. <laughs> the Death Star eradicates him, but... Oh, well, I don't even remember that, dude. When I went to Rogue One, I told you this, and you can keep this in. I was uh, on Percocet because I got my freaking wisdom teeth And you done. still didn't enjoy the movie? I, I was ripping no, through was movies. Like, <laughs> I was just like, this was te- it was terrible. I don't know what it was, but I, I, I'm going to give it another shot, and I thought I'd let you know. It, I, that's a callback to that r2dk metcalf joke which was hilarious didn't even make that much sense i said the empire strikes back and then r2dk whatever <laughs> i think you just wanted to do r2dk metcalf which is it seems like it's been itching the back of your neck it honestly just popped into my head because i i did the strikes <laughs> back thing first but regardless so we do have a jam-packed show we did run some coaches interviews which we will go into before each of the two playoff matchups and then we'll break those down and uh, send you on your way. So, excited, Poe? Yeah, I'm excited. We're finally here in the playoffs and uh, sitting pretty this week. I don't have to worry about shit. I could just sit back and relax and uh, enjoy the show this weekend. Cool. So, without further ado, let's kick it over to our two coaches' interviews. <laughs> All right, first up, we are going to welcome on our first coach, Tom Muller. How are we doing, Tom? Doing good, Bill. Doing good. How are you doing? Doing very well. So we have some questions for you, and then we can break down your matchup and everything, and then uh, we'll send you on your way. So first question, you mentioned you planned your wedding in late October, assuming the Mets would not be in the World Series. Care to comment? There will be a TV present. Projector if necessary. Okay. Poe? The Mets are never making a fucking World Series. Who are you lying to? Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. Bum. (laughs) Okay. Muller, I just have uh, one question. To start out here. How do you plan on beating, you know... How do you plan on winning this week and beating Steve without having the advantage of being able to stare through his soul. And I'm just curious, like, is the stare more of, like, a dominance thing, or just, like, you want to make people feel as awkward as possible? Definitely the awkwardness. They go and they play the wrong players. It's all mind game, pal. Yeah, so you might want to make your way to Jersey City this week, it sounds like. (laughs) Was there last week. Already started early. Wrote the win against Rask right away. If it guaranteed Christian Watson a touchdown, would you kiss him? I would kiss him right now. On his penis. Don't even need another one. You don't even need a touchdown. He's through for that one. Ooh, what about his penis? I'm his number one fan. I don't know if you checked the group me recently. 
So you would kiss his penis? Yeah, my team has been 4-0 since his addition. Sounds like consent to me. Kick it over to Poe. So, uh... Who do you think I should start this week, Muller? Who do you think who should start? Who do you think I should start this week? Let me look at your team. Yeah, just check the playoff bracket. Tell me who I should start. <laughs> That's a good idea. Let's see what you got here. Oh, you got the bye week, so you're chill. Yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do I got you next week? No, I got Curtis. Yeah, you don't want to play me next week. Not a question, but would be pretty funny if you fell through that floor and smushed on Wells in the nude, right? <laughs> I had no idea that shower was even leaking down to the bottom floor until you guys came banging on the door. I just figured it out, too. Mm, Poe? Yeah, I thought I was going to get like hepatitis in the house. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Bo? I got a few more questions, Billy. Yeah, Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, so how does it feel to be above five hundred for the first time, Muller? Dude, I don't know if you know this, but I'm like two time best record. I think you beat me on a tiebreaker last year. And then this is the first year I those would have been year three if I had one more dub. Did you win the title in those years though? No, it's coming. Third yeah, time's the charm. Count. Don't count then. Don't doesn't count. No, no, it all counts. This team is too deep. And any final words for Steve in the matchup? Anything you'd like to say to him? No, oh, he's gonna get crushed. My bench is probably gonna outscore his starters. Let's be real here. The starters are gonna drop two hundred. We're rolling. Two time high score of the week. Rolling into this week. You heard it here fo- first, folks. Two-time highest scorer of the week heading into the you playoffs. You actually keep track of that, Muller? Yeah, I mean, like the last two you weeks. Who scored the highest two weeks ago? I did in the last week. Was that two-time running. I'm sorry, Poe. Two-time running. Let me correct myself here. Yeah. What do you think you. of my lineup anyway? Uh, you'll find out when we talk about the matchups later. You're going to have to listen to the show. All right, Muller. Thanks for your time. We'll talk to you. Peace out, guys. Peace. All right, next up, we welcome in Muller's opponent, Steve. How's it going, man? Going pretty well. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, yeah, welcome, Steve. It's uh, good to have you on. Um, Billy, you mind if I take the first question? Here, yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, I was taking a look at your lineup, Steve, and I was just curious, what quarterback are you going to go with this week? Uh, don't I only have one quarterback? Who is my other quarterback right now? I thought you had Derek Carr. Who are you, who are you starting over him? <laughs> uh, Carr. Carr was uh, let go. We, you know, it was kind of like a Russell Wilson trade. You think you're getting a. Uh, an aging star, but end up, you know, he's just not as good as you're hoping for. He's a menace to the locker room. Uh, nobody really liked him. And uh, yeah, we've moved on to bigger and uh, better players. Like who? Who specifically? 
the what's that guy on Miami? What's his name? I'm not sure. You tell me. No, no. Uh, I'd really prefer if you just said it. All right, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> 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 I was dying. <laughs> get guard. Get guards always up. <laughs> he was about to answer me, and then he's like, "What the fuck kind of answer is this?" <laughs> well, once I yeah, saw where I was going, I was dying. I was squealing. I, I felt it. I felt it coming. Actually, <laughs> when you were talking about car, I was like, "You know what? Wait a minute." <laughs> All right, Steve. do you want me to rerun it? Do we want it for the joke? No, no, no it's fine. Right. Keep all of this. Keep all of this. <laughs> on a lighter note, oh, Steve. <laughs> that was good. On a much lighter note, how do you define success, at least for yourself? Have you reached it? Uh, no. It, I would say ten years ago, I would have told you that. Uh, in ten years, that that would be my hero. Ten years from now, uh, but ten years later, I don't think I'm there. My my new hero is is the 39-year-old Steve. I'm always uh, reaching for the next success I've never finished. Uh, and it's the same with fantasy. I've gotten that championship before, but uh, working for another. Poe? That sounds like a good future you problem to have. Like, my future <laughs> self will be successful. So now <laughs> I don't have to be. <laughs> That's his problem. Yeah, I love the way of thinking. So uh, I actually have a question here it's it's actually more so a quote um so you said and i quote hold on let me get this i just want to make sure i'm saying the right thing oh boy i love game of thrones i had absolutely no issues with the end of the show and think brand should be king <laughs> it makes the most sense Care to comment? Uh, no comments at this time all right well i guess there we have it that's great podcasting, the no comment. Yeah, that was just a terrible podcasting there. Right, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> if the person who hurt you the most showed up right on your doorstep, what would you say? Uh, I, I would ask them for some. Mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, Devonta Smith. Uh, <laughs> what would you say to him? Uh, <laughs> Who do you think I should start? (laughs) He's mad that you're not on his team. (laughs) Can you please uh, say the name of my current quarterback? I'd like to hear you say it out loud. (laughs) He says it, and you just fucking throw these nuts in his face. (laughs) All 110 pounds of him run away crying. I have a good question to piggyback um, off of Billy here. Who do you think you are? I'm that guy. Steve, you flaked on the Jaws viewing agreement. Does this represent an underlying commitment issue you have? I will readily admit that I have uh, slacked on delivering that deliverable, which I promised to you. Uh, you went above and beyond. Uh, for those listening at home, uh, Billy and I had an agreement that if he watches Too Fast, Too Furious, the best uh, racing car, and, and really the best fast movie in this the series. One? Yeah, the second one. How'd you, how'd you uh, figure that out, Poe? With the two, the two twos? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, ironically, that's, it's the, like, the least amount of the actual storyline. It's like, like a side quest of the series, but I think it's the best one. But 
you know, I made a promise to Billy that if he watches too fast, I will watch Jaws finally. And I have not delivered on that. And uh, I've never seen that. Jaws. You've never seen Jaws either? What the hell is no, that? I've never seen Jaws. All right. Um, you guys want to come over for the playoffs? We'll bang out Jaws at like ten, and then game before. Coincidentally, all of our teams are I have my. I'm coming off the bye next week. I think I'm going to be in my lab. <laughs> all right, Poe. You got another question? Um, just, just this is my last one because you know my other ones have been so great. <laughs> um. Weren't you in first place like half of the season, like this whole second half of the season? Like, how'd you fuck up so bad? Uh, so last couple of weeks, I had to rest my starters uh, to get ready for the playoffs. Uh, I've always been confident in my team and their performance. Uh, when the going gets tough, uh, the last couple of weeks, I have been falling short. Uh, I think Muller has out- almost outscored me just last week uh, to uh, my last two weeks. Uh, did we, we have a guest? Uh, I just pulled in, Raph. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I have the playoff record that backs up uh, confidence in, in my team. I, I think I have three or wrong. four top three finishes. Uh, I don't really need a buy, you know. The fantasy. This is just this is just a side hobby of mine. If, uh, as I've mentioned before, I want to play more games. It, you know, I would much rather play three playoff games than two. Uh, I think Muller has only one playoff victory uh, in the history of this league. So I'm just, you know, wow, I, I feel confident in our experience. Holy. Steve Jamal really Williams has 14 touchdowns this year, and you're benching him in the playoffs. It's because he's black, right? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Any final words for Muller? (laughs) So is Deontay, though. Uh, Last words for (laughs) Muller. Last words for Muller. Steve, why is your favorite artist Kanye West? Because <laughs> uh, Graduation was an absolute gem of an album. Yeah, that shit was a banger. You're right. I oh, do yeah. love Kanye. Uh, last words for Muller is, you know, no matter what happens, we'll still be boys. And, you know, you're always invited over. I don't want you to have any hard feelings against me for the whooping you're about to get. Um, but just good luck to you, bud. All right, Steve. Thank you, you for your time. Just kill him. Like, just say, like, I'm gonna murder you. You suck at fantasy football. <laughs> I just have way too much respect for him to talk, uh, say mean things. Honestly, you know, the question I had for Mullen that I was gonna ask him, and I didn't get to ask him, was, you know, do you have any questions for us? But then I figured that if I asked him that, he'd be <laughs> all night. Oh, another three-hour episode. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Another three-hour episode that gets deleted by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have Muller do the uh, the boomers. <laughs> All right, yeah, that. That, that was fun. Sorry for uh, ruining some of the questions. Uh, <laughs> You're good. Man. I, was, I was I was trying to. My goal was to act like I'm a like a coach in a like a presser, like right after a loss, and they just speak in like buzzwords. Uh, so I was like trying to be as like dry and vague as possible, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, you sounded like Belichick himself, so I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, man. Take it easy. All right. right, See you guys.
All right, guys, thank you for your time. And without further ado, let's get into some Stephen Muller. Who do you want to start with first here? Uh, let's let's start with Steve, because he absolutely fucking stonewalled my Tua joke. <laughs> so let's just talk about Tua. I, I Tua's been on my mind all day. He's all I could think about. Mm-hmm. And he's traveling to Buffalo to play in the snow. And I think he said, and I quote, it did snow in Alabama. So is he going to go off in the snow this weekend, Billy? I don't know. I did re- I did hear something about all the... Dolphins players wearing warmers in like 50 degrees the other day. So are they not built for the cold? We will find out. As he mentioned, he does not have another. What's that? Are they too candy ass? They could be too candy. If they wear the green ones, then no shot. They play well in Buffalo. But I'm looking at right now. Damn, we should ask Rast this before he left. But it's looking like it's a winter storm warning in Buffalo. And you know what that gets me excited for, Billy? The snow game. The snow game. The <laughs> snow game that I missed out on on the Lost Podcast. Well, the they moved game. it anyway. Yeah. So here we are. Pua in the snow, not excited about it. He's my bust of the week this week for Steve. He does not have another quarterback, so would you consider a waiver wire if you're saying bust of the week? Who is, let's see, who's on the waiver wire? It's hard because he does have a ceiling, but I just, I could never stomach starting someone like Brock Purdy or Mike White. Yeah, you, you're riding with Tua. You gotta ride with him. But in the snow, in Buffalo, a good defense that can get after him. But, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, I, I don't think he's in for a good matchup, but it's the playoffs. You can't really go off your studs here. And then, speaking of studs, Austin Eckler against Tennessee, just no-brainer there. Incredible running yeah, back he, all year. He, he's what got him here. Yeah, and I think Tennessee is becoming one of the more fraudulent teams in the league recently, to be honest with you. They're on a three-game skid here. They're going to the Chargers. I really don't like them in this matchup. So, people, especially me, like I do think the Tennessee Titans' defensive line is good, and they're good at stopping the run. The issue is, is like the Chargers don't run the ball effectively. It's just passes out of the backfield, and Austin Eckler is going to eat against this Tennessee, you know, secondary and and back back three. So yeah, I, I'm completely fine with Eckler. He's going to probably have a monster week. He's going to need it against McCaffrey. And then always with Steve, it's always the Aaron Jones versus Jamal Williams, obviously. Steve has his problems with Jamal Williams, and it led to him being on the bench here. Do you agree with that against the scary Jets team and then Aaron Jones with the easier Rams matchup? What What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with your take there. I definitely wouldn't want to be playing Jamal Williams against the Jets defensive front. <clears throat> Quinton Williams and Dexter Lawrence this year are just like fucking having amazing years, the defensive tackles for the two. Quinton may be out. He hurt his calf, Ooh, I believe. Would he? I still would rather play Aaron Jones against an Aaron Donald list Rams team than uh the Jets defense as a whole. So I, I definitely lean with his decision here. Where the issue I think is lying here, Billy, is not necessarily the RB two spot, but would you play and this has been a problem for Steve the last few weeks, is like 
is wide receiver carousel and, and the flex. Like, would you play Jamal Williams over Deontay Johnson against Carolina? So let's, a, through, yeah, let's go through all the receivers then, and then I'll yeah. decide here. So he's got right now he's got Michael Pittman against Minnesota. I think you stay with that. And then Kirk yes. against Dallas. Tougher defense, but Kirk has been his most consistent receiver all year. I think I'm fine with both of those. And then segueing to your question, Deontay Johnson against Carolina, I don't love. His bench options are pretty much, in my opinion, Jamal Williams against the Jets and then Darius Slayton against Washington. Which I don't hate. I don't hate, but... I don't know. I might ride with Williams. Last time they played against Washington, he went 6 for 90. Yeah, he scores every time against them, I feel. But I might go Jamal Williams just out of it being safe. Like, I know it's the Jets, but he just needs to roll into the end zone to kind of get you that 10 floor, in my opinion. And I don't know if, like, Deontay Johnson had his good game last week and scored 14. And Carolina's defense, not terrible. So, I don't know. What are you thinking there? I think he's probably, if he changes anything in this lineup, I would definitely go with the flex position. It's just a matter of, I, I, like, the way I would rank those guys, I would say, it sound very biased here, but I would say Darius Slayton would be my number one choice of the flexes in terms of, like, who's going to, I think Darius Slayton will get 10 points minimum, is my thought. I'm it's not just so always sure hard to get cute in the playoffs, you know? Yeah, I, I doubt he's played Slayton all year. And do you want to do that in a winner go home? I don't know. I think he played him last week and he lost in the first seat. So you're not wrong. Yeah. So just something to think about. And then we'll go through tight ends, kickers, defense because we got two games. But George Kittle against Seattle. Kittle just kind of is what he is at this point. He's been single digits most week or three in a row here. Seattle defense been a little suspect do you expect him maybe get in the end zone here what do you what do you think i do like kittle in this matchup because i do think deep samuel is going to be out oh i think someone's gonna pick up that target share and Ayuk was the main beneficiary last week right but i do think kittle it's going and the rookie tight end is eventually going to need to rely on you know safety valve here and kittle um Dallas defense is pretty fraudulent, to be honest with you. They're they're really not that good. They they do let up a lot of points. So yeah, uh, the issue is I'm not so sure I like him more than Fryermuth. I I I don't think he has a, a distinct advantage here. No doubt. And then defense, he's got Packers against the Rams. I think that's fine. Who knows what the fuck the Rams can do on offense? Yeah. Packers haven't been world beaters, but I I think this is a safe six or seven. I imagine. I can't imagine the Rams scoring more than 21 points. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're spot on there. And then Bass has been good all year. Just a good team, good offense. So, I I expect a lot of points there. The the only thing is when these shootouts, like, are expected shootouts, it's is it just going to be extra points and going for it on fourth down and not really getting those, like, 40-yard field goals? Only concern, but I'm not here to kick or preach on anyone, so... It will be snowing though. Oh, good, good angle. So this could be a spot where he ends up getting fucked by the snow, and he might actually. 
Like, if, if I'm waking up Sunday morning and there's, like, inches of snow on the ground in Buffalo, no way I'm starting Tyler Bass. Well, if you're waking up Sunday morning, the game would have already happened. It is a Saturday night game. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, the Saturday it's games really. are back. Saturday wow. games are back. I think there's two. Whole weekend of football. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty amped as well. You just pumped me up. Wow. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Oh, all right. Thank you, Billy. No problem. Let's bounce over to Muller. He's got Kirk Cousins in right now. All season, it's been Cousins or Brady. I get going Cousins against Indy versus Brady against Cincy. I, I don't know if the Bucks can hang with the Bengals at all. I personally like this. What about you? I agree. I think Cousins has been pretty decent all year. A very safe starter. At a quarterback position, he's not going to, outside of, I think, like that week where they got absolutely brutalized by the by the uh, Cowboys, I think it was, and then the Eagles, he's not losing you your matchups, really. Um, I go out there, throw, throw for like 250 yards and two touchdowns against the Colts defense. And then running backs, we got McCaffrey, Pacheco right now. McCaffrey, auto start, he seemingly has fully found his form there is no more elijah moore or yeah elijah mitchell elijah moore oh elijah mitchell jesus it's get it's getting late in the season here uh there is no debo samuel it is all his touches he's a no-brainer start and then pacheco against houston pacheco has been seemingly good and then houston is very bad i like this uh the only other really contender is rashad white but I think it's more him versus Zeke, which we'll get to in the flex. But yeah, what do you think about the running backs? Um, I think he's got two smash plays here, so I'm going to actually make his running back position as a whole his boom of the week. That's such Mueller. a cop-out. I'm sorry. I, the I think... Okay, do you want me to choose one? I'll choose yes. Pacheco instead of McCaffrey, because McCaffrey is definitely going to go the fuck off against the Seattle defense. Without, without uh, Debo there... And, like everybody else there in San Francisco's injured, especially at the running back position, like he's going to get minimum twenty plus touches. So he he's going to have a great game. And then Pacheco's playing a game, a team. Is it Pacheco or Pacheco? Uh, I say Pacheco, but I think there okay, was a kid in my Pacheco. high school that pronounced the Pacheco. So I think he's he's been getting a lot of usage the last few weeks by the Chiefs. Um, he hasn't really had that kind of huge blow up game, but I think. This is a game where he's gonna he's gonna hit that kind of huge boom week because one I think he's gonna get get the ball minimum fifteen times. And I just expect that the Texans are gonna get behind early. Chiefs are gonna get like a good lead in this game, and and the Texans' rush defense is absolutely terrible. So definitely think he's in for a huge week this week. No doubt. And then receivers I like as well. Terry McLaurin against the Giants. He gave us fits two weeks ago. I don't think we're going to have anyone back in the secondary, so I kind of expect that to repeat, unfortunately. And then Watson's been straight money for the past month. Going against the Rams. Ramsey gives up a touchdown every week. Watson scores a touchdown every week, so I like both of these receivers a lot, too. I do like these receivers. Um, 
I just realized we're probably not going to talk about the Giants because of how bad they've fucking been lately. Oh, we'll be back but, if we win. They'll get a nice second. Yeah, next yeah. Week, but the yeah, Commanders, though, have had four weeks to prepare for the Giants. They played the Giants, yeah. had a bye, and then had the Giants again. Like, Terry McLaurin's going to go the fuck off. He had... We said it last week, like, we don't even have a single corner athletic enough to cover him. Even when he's double covered, he's going to have a great game. And then Watson, I, Watson, it's... He's been very TD dependent, is my issue with him. So, yeah, he's catching touchdowns every week, but his targets, like... Like, is he going to score on a five or six targets every single week is what you're banking on. And I just don't love the risk. So I do like Christian Kirk more than Watson. I think Kirk is a way better play there. Um, I just don't think I would start anybody on his bench over him. Uh, Drake London would probably be the only guy I'd consider this week. And I'm not so sure he's going to have a repeat of last week. So... Love McLaurin, don't love Watson, just because I I think he's due for a, a bad week. And it would hate to dud in the playoffs if I was Mueller. Fair enough. Let's go to Fryermuth, which we briefly touched on. He's been great all year as far as the tight end goes. I, I don't really think it's matchup dependent, and I think Mitch likes him too. He had some success, I think, early in the year when Mitch was the quarterback as well as last week. So you like that as well? Yeah, I think he's probably he's got like the highest floor of any tight ends right now. He's not going to ever kill your week like like most tight ends will. Like Kittle across the the path. I, I do like Firemuth here. He should be fine. And like like you said, Mitch and Pickett have both been using him all year. And then Flex, it gets interesting because Muller's team is pretty deep. He's got Zeke against Jacksonville. I, I like that. Zeke seemingly just been scoring pretty consistently. And then Jacksonville, not world beaters on defense. You mentioned London as an option. He's got Evans as an option. Jerry Judy had a good week. I wouldn't do that, though. And then Rashad White against Cincy. I, I think he's doing the right thing here with Zeke. I think, personally, that's where I would go. I think Zeke is a much safer play this week for sure. I wouldn't take any of the volatility. The only consideration here to me would be Watson or Mike Evans, I think. That would be the only one where it's... I feel like they're both the same. Where you could real realistically, like, they could have a good week, like, twenty around 20 points, or they could just absolutely hit slaughtered and just have no points so I, I think his lineup is fine so far what I do like and we usually don't talk about the defenses we are this week obviously I do like 49ers D against yeah, it's Seattle been a difference maker for him and Carlson is a very very solid kicker yeah. to have and in a game against New England where I think whenever I see a team play in New England I do love their kickers because they I said, feel like yeah, New ben England is break. historically like a Ben don't break mm-hmm. exactly, or they're they're not going to get slaughtered. So yeah, I, I think Mueller's lineup like in the seams is also pretty solid. To be fair, yeah, I like I like what Mueller's putting out a lot, and honestly, I like if he can play his cards right. Like he has a legit shot at the championship, and I'm picking him this week. I think over Steve. 
Yeah, um, I, I think I'm going to have to take Muller too. I do like his team this week. I just think he's got a lot more of a ceiling than Steve does, unfortunately. Um, and I would say I do think Steve's team is also capable of winning it all, and pretty much everybody in the playoffs besides Proc. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's segue over to those coaches' interviews with Rasp and Proc. All right, next up, we're going to kick it over to Matt Rasp. First question Proc's team is totally fraudulent. Are you guarantee- guaranteeing a win? Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm guaranteeing a win, but. But my team is slowly collapsing in on itself like a dying star here as every minute passes. But I do think I lucked out on the correct side of the bracket, no offense, Poe, and I think there is an outside chance that I can make some noise. But on a serious note, I just want to say thank you, Joe and Billy, for the entertainment of the season with the podcast. It takes a lot of work, I'm sure, and... To be devoted to it for so many weeks, I just want to say thank you as the person who waits till 2 a.m. in the morning to listen to it as soon as it comes out. I just wanted to thank <laughs> you guys for the dedication and truly for doing a, a really good job. I appreciate yeah, job, that really. a ton. Yeah, that was on the back. one of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to take that. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, fuck, we can't do the roast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't worry. I'll go, right in. I'll go right into it, Billy. So, Raph, how does it feel that you scored 400 more points than me and I still have a buy? Uh, it hurts really bad because, I mean, <laughs> I could really go into this um, because this is now the second straight year in which I'm not tied to Christian McCaffrey's fate. And thankfully, Muller's on mute, so he can't talk to how he scored 70, 80 points against me in two weeks, uh, you know, his his best two weeks of the year. And let's not forget that I had McCaffrey for three straight years as my first round pick in which he got hurt every single year. I also in Philly drafted David Johnson with the number one pick and he broke his wrist in the first quarter of the first game of the season. So I am the without a doubt worst lucked player in potentially ASI history. Uh, there's a lot of history still to go on that, but it's uh, it, it's been a tough it's been a tough decade. Let's put it that way. I and, think one uh, of the first podcasts, Ras, we actually talked about when Elijah Mitchell went down. I'm pretty sure we had mentioned that it, pretty it, much it, every year your RB one. I I, I might as week. I might as well just take uh, Marlon Mack or something because let, he let's just I mean, get him hurt. And get him out of the this line. year. It didn't work. It, unreal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's somebody's getting hurt, and and that doesn't even and and. Keenan Allen all year just he, they couldn't put him on the IR they had to screw me around with the the, the freaking questionable oh he's questionable I had to have him out of the IR I had to put him into the IR on Saturday I had to drop Rashad White and and uh gave and Christian Watson to uh you know Mr. Uh, Bi-Week Muller over here or whatever uh you know <laughs> Muller's just it's swimming behind my fishing boat you know the chum falls over the edges and he's there just picking up my rookies that i can't hold on to anymore <laughs> he's just stuck it on him and now he's into a playoff spot last second it's it's unreal unreal the the the, the bad luck that i faced on a weekly basis two years in a row seven and one best team in the league for for three-fourths of the season and just collapses collapses it, it, it hurts it really starts to hurt after a while gentlemen i mean questions my existence day in and day out 
in the fall. Sounds like a guaranteed win to me. Poe, anything from you? Yeah, I would love to be playing Raps this week, to be honest with you. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're not afraid of Donovan Peoples-Jones on uh, Saturday at 4.30? That's a point well, you to know, tell now that let's, let's actually talk about uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So I have a little scenario for you here. So Buck, Mary, Kill, Cooper Cup, Damian Pierce, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Well, I mean, only one of them is going to be in my starting lineup on Sunday this weekend. Sounds so, like marriage, <laughs> so, <laughs> an arranged marriage. Sounds like I'm uh, I'm marrying Donovan Peoples Joe or DPJ as we like to all Ooh. call him, you know, as yeah. we all like to call him. Uh, I'm uh, I'm fucking Cooper Cup on the 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 random uh, hope. That maybe he shows up for a pl- uh, for a championship game to support Baker Mayfield, and then what was the other one? Damian Pierce. I mean, ah, oh, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. First, you yeah. scored the touchdown in the first drive of the week, and ah, oh, unreal. Talk about somebody that almost saved you from the running back hell you've been in this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I was basically banking, and I've been sitting on Singletary all season, just thinking that that second-half surge would come like last year, thinking he's on the last year of his contract. James Cook is good, but they're not going to use him that much. They, You know, he's the, he's the running back of the future. Why, like, run him into the dirt? It's going to get cold in Buffalo. Let's just run Singletary into free agency. Just, you know, run him into the dirt. But nope, they don't want to do that. I mean, I've been pretty high on Singletary all year. Yeah, sure. You can literally go back into the podcast, and pretty much every week it's me hyping up Devin Singletary just for him to never be you. Well, you and at least somebody was doing it because it's brutal. But it was it was a good – I mean, it's just a shame that my, uh, my dream lineup for this was so good for so long, and then I, I fleeced somebody for Marquise Brown, and then uh, what do you know? Uh, that didn't last very long, did it? Uh, of course, Kyler Murray needs to tear his ACL, you know, in the first play of the game. So and then as soon as you need a running back, Chuba Hubbard becomes relevant. Yeah, well, if, I, if I'm starting <laughs> Chuba Hubbard, I mean, please. I, I'm good sure, you that. probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, could, but, I would never start him. Yeah, it... it I mean, it, it made sense. I didn't think Hubbard would not do anything until this week. I totally was on the aspect that you're playing Tyler Alligare and I'm trading for a guy who's projected to maybe play week 14. I didn't think he'd come back week 11. So I didn't like have the idea that I was completely fleecing the guy, but he came back and I didn't even start him when the first week he came back because I was just like, hey, I'll wait and see. And then I thought he would be coming back after his bye week. But of course, you know, the fantasy football gods were like, nope, nope, you can't do that. And then, yeah, here I am. Speaking of gods, where are Bilbo, Frodo, and the elves headed at the end of the Return of the King? Uh, okay, well, that's an easy one. See, they're headed to a place called Valinor, which is pretty much like heaven, essentially. So they're they're pretty much going to die, basically. They're going to heaven. Um, because Frodo can't... He'll always still have the urge to uh, have the ring. He's felt that power... So, like, he'll never be at peace with his, like, soul. And Bilbo, obviously the same. And that's why also, you know, the, the elves and the, you know, the the holders of the three rings of power, they all have to leave. Essentially, they're leaving to leave our world to, like, the age of men. 
basically to transform into where we are here today, based on the uh, works of J.R.R. Tolkien, of course. So yeah. they're going to yeah. hell. That was a yeah, little treat for all, all the female that. listeners to uh, get off to. <laughs> yeah, so fuck all that. Let's get back to football. Mm-hmm. So I was curious. I've actually thought of this for a while. Who's your favorite Jet of all time, and why is it DeBrick Shaw Ferguson? My favorite... DeBrick is one of the... He... I mean, his... The, the streak he had is insane, and it should be longer. He only came out for uh, for a fake punt, I believe, is why his... his uh his um you know streak isn't as long as it should be on no offense in a row yeah but that's insane to think that that guy played every single snap of yeah he was a monster. what do you think i i know my jets it, it, no i mean that's a, a great pull the guy was a beast i mean that's like a dude that you get his jersey because you don't get anybody's jersey nowadays because they just all get traded in two yeah, or three years before free agency. Like, when you go back, like, in ten years, like, you know, I'm going to get a, a Debrick Shaw Ferguson jersey. I'm uh, you know, I'm still going to wear my Wayne Corbett jersey because these guys are, are guys that have, were here. And you've, like, you know, they're not mercenaries. They're not free agents dining. You know, this isn't Braylon Edwards or Santonio Holmes or uh, – I mean, Revis is kind of an exception to the rule because he was, you know – there's not many times the Jets have a, a Darrell Revis on their their lineup, you know, like a. But yeah, I, I mean, one of the best for, corners of all time. Yeah, yeah, quite frankly, maybe the best. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. best corner. It's, it's arguable. I mean, I know there's people who 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 could you know argue against it. There's obviously people who have more interceptions and stuff. But I honestly don't know for like that. He doesn't period. have the interceptions because they didn't throw to him. Yeah, and and those guys honestly didn't probably play in as good of an offensive like Dion and stuff like how good were those quarterbacks like I don't know were they really that good like it's kind of yeah. like you know the the debate you know not to get into basketball or anything but yeah you know you don't know what the generate playing against those generations would be like so again for them like if Dion had the resources that Revis had in, in front of him who knows how good he would have been but like I mean I don't obviously I didn't watch you know red zone where Deion Sanders was performing uh, week in and week out, but having uh Darrell Revis literally, you know, quarterbacks literally would not look at their like hall of fame receivers to throw to on Sunday because they knew he was literally blanketing them step for step. It, it was kind of insane. Like how good he was in that, in that time frame where he was, you know, Darrell Revis as we, we knew him as. Yeah, I was originally going to ask if your favorite player was Mark Sanchez, but then I pulled the Shaw Ferguson while I was on my drive home today, and I was like, fuck, he was a legendary Jet. He was, yeah. Uh, Sanchez is, quite frankly, probably the best uh, color commentator at the moment. I mean, he's... Oh, great. for sure. He is for sure. so good right now. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah even when he I makes don't understand why he... Yeah. He always he's has the Browns-Panthers the... game, though, is the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, I don't understand how he's, he's like not on the D team broadcast for. Uh, yeah, well, Fox. I think he's really good. Oh well, his name's not Tony Romo or anything, so like obviously they're not going to. He probably has more playoff wins than Romo. He, he does. He does. <laughs> he, does. <laughs> he does. He legitimately does. I think, I think he has, has like other wins, than Eli. I think doesn't Sanchez other than Eli have like the most road playoff wins of all time? He won the yeah, three back to back years. Yeah, yeah, division. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a playoff game since I was in diapers. <laughs> I was in I'll a... never forget how they were robbed by fucking Steve Steelers. That one, oh, game. that the rest and, were just abysmal. And, oh my god, we went down. 
Um, I think it was like 17 to 7. We came out terrible. It was after the can't wait. And of course, finally, the game we're going into, oh, we're going to win this game. We're better than this team. And then they poop the bed and you're just devastated. Same old Jets. And then they come roaring back and you just get your heart ripped out by like some Fugazi, like third and three. Uh, Roethlisberger falling down to a pre-CTE Antonio Bra- rookie Antonio Brown nobody knows catching a ball on third down to ice the game that that hurt that hurt and then I just turned to my dad I was like it's okay we're we're a young team we'll be here next year we'll be in it for you know <laughs> oh, the next few years no. No. <laughs> little did I know <laughs> speaking of a young game. team as a Rangers fan does the devil scare you at all the devils do scare me because if you oh really, yeah they should oh yeah you, they should if you get deep into the uh, analytics of what the devils have been doing over the last um, few few uh, you know few weeks their team has really especially their goaltending and defense the analytics are through the roof on just nerds nerd statistics so the devils might legitimately be a factor I think there will be a more comeback down to earth. But um, uh, I, they probably will be a playoff team. I don't think they're going to continue to win, you know, four out of five and whatnot. There might be the injuries might come game. out. But uh, but I do think um, I, I do think they are uh, they are a legitimate team. And now I'm getting distracted by this wind on the side. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah I I don't I, I do think the Devils will come back to Earth, but I do think they're a playoff team. I think they're a little scary. I'm on their goalie to win the Vesna, much like my Duggan pick, my TCU pick. You know, um, uh, I think the, the Devils are good. Down. Yeah, I do think the, no, they are not. But uh, yeah, I do think they are a good team. To be completely serious with you, uh, to take out of the serious role, fuck them. They're sucks. Uh, they probably will not make the playoffs. The Islanders are better. Oh, question for you. Remember when Heedle went Snip City in overtime the other day? I do remember that. That might be a season saver, quite frankly. I think that will be the play that gets his season going. <laughs> <laughs> the Heedle come up. Oh We've been God. waiting. Honestly, I think this is like way more Jets, Mets, and Devils talk than anybody in the world needs to hear. Well, then go oh, ahead. Ask a fucking oh, question, yeah. Poe. Yeah, go what, ahead. What do you mean? I already, I'm already... You're out of questions? I'm out of questions. I, I thought All I right, Rast. Any plans to break 90 this decade, or is that for your 40s? <laughs> uh, I, uh... Are we talking about golf? Yeah. <laughs> or my fantasy score? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was questioning both. <laughs> I was questioning both there. Um, judging by my performance at Topgolf about two hours ago, the 90 might be waiting at least another three or four years. <laughs> but um, but uh, it, it's in the works. Uh, I think once I get my college football uh, youth survive bonus checked in about a week or two, um, I'm going to go and uh, get my clubs fitted which everyone knows that once you start investing money in your clubs that's when you get good pain immediately gets better it has nothing to do with your actual uh you know performance or whatnot it's all in the clubs just ask mike williams quite quite frankly the more Corey launching his yeah thousand yeah. dollar driver into top cup <laughs> yeah 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 breaking it in half like an idiot all right last question any final yes. words for proc any final words for Proc? Proc, oh, damn. I mean, 
The spread's like one and a half on this game. That's brutal. Uh, good luck, sir. You're good to lose. Um, just so you know, you should probably take T. Higgins out and put in Elijah Moore. Oh, wait, no, that's right. I outbidded you because you don't have any, uh, any uh, fab left. Um, so have fun playing a guy who's not playing in T. Higgins. Um, I'll look forward to playing Michael Gallup as your wide receiver, too. Uh, that's <laughs> pretty much pretty much all I have to say about that. Uh, but on a side note, yeah, I think it'll be a close game. I'm really hoping that I can pull it out. Uh, I think Dylan Hurts, I hope Chicago can keep it tight because uh, otherwise I don't want him like taking the foot off the pedal. I have zero faith in Hollywood Brown. I don't even know if I'm going to play him. Am I really going to start Elijah Moore? I, can I really put myself through that? I don't know if I can do that. That's tough. Um, Travis Kelsey going against Houston. I hope they don't just white you for uh, Kel- yeah, who uh, that's tight end. I have, um, I hope they don't just wipe out Houston like immediately. He's been very pedestrian over the last month and it's scaring me a little bit. I mean, he's yeah, got his pedestrian is still like, I know, yeah, one. but yeah, it, it's scary. I need him putting up wide receiver one numbers though now, and he's not doing that. And and that's the problem here, here in lot that is where the issue lies so i'm not feeling confident i i truly don't think i will win i probably will be losing this weekend i will i could can i win yeah there's a world i can win um but i don't feel great about it and i'm gonna watch bam night freaking go for 30 <laughs> and that, that's gonna hurt i am starting bam night in another league yeah i, I mean it's just like whenever there's like a waiver, like, you know, I'm just like, ah, that guy's not going to be good. Why? Why would I go for him? And then that's the guy that I should have went for. Instead, I was like, hey, why, why, why pick up Bam Knight? I'll pick up Paris Campbell instead. <laughs> and That was Poe's brainchild. <laughs> ah, good I Lord. was all over Paris Campbell for like one week or two <laughs> weeks. Ah, real bad. Just, yeah. Oh, he had a bunch of good weeks and then he came out. And then Matt Ryan came back, and it was like, oh, he can do Once fine. Once Sam Ellinger, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. He was a dozen answer last night. And then speaking of, uh, I saw, I'm sure you saw the Snapchats. I was dying. The back-to-back NFL questions were yeah, Theo Riddick and then Duke J. I was literally rolling on the ground. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. would have made it better if it was Amir Abdullah. <laughs> they, they, were all, they were all guessing Abdullah They're, with the Lions running back. They're like, Amir Abdullah, was it? And then I'm like, no, this is Riddick with the no rushing yards. <laughs> what, what was the question here? What, what, what it was like, uh, we can cut this, but uh, it was um, yeah, like a Lions know, running back who was with the team for like five, like 2012 to like 17 with less than 1,000 rushing yards and over 2,000 receiving. And it was basically oh. the same question for Duke J, like same time period, oh, no yeah, rushing, yeah, yeah. all receiving. So, yeah. Who? who- who was that? Uh, who was that running back like uh, three or four years ago for the Lions? That was supposed to be good. Amir um, Abdullah. No, it was, oh, uh, it was uh, the job at best. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, oh, I, I took guy. him high one year and it screwed me. Um, uh, what the hell was his name? Oh, he went to Auburn. Carry on, Johnson. That was him. Yeah, he was the Abdullah heir apparent. He, he's an a uh, USFL uh, Hall of Future Hall of Famer, probably. Carry <laughs> uh, Johnson. We should refer to him as. <laughs> well, Rast. Right, Thanks a lot for your up. time.
Yeah, appreciate and, uh, it. Again, this is probably off the podcast, but uh, again, guys, awesome job all year, and uh, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. I'm sure everyone else does, and yeah, it was a uh, it was a fun run. I hope I'm here next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if not, I'll be going down with the Titanic, and I uh, love you guys. Thank you. Thank you Your for having beast me. Dog. Thank you. All right, last but not least, we welcome on Coach Mike Proc. How's it going, man? Doing good, Bill. Happy to be here. Make my debut on the number one fantasy football podcast. Yeah, fuck you, Matt Barry. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that fucking loser. I fucking yeah, he's hate a piece Matt of shit. Barry. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly a piece of shit. I hated him ever, ever since this year when he lied about Russ's injury. After the Colts oh, game. God. Oh, God. He was injured before. The Russ was hurt. Prop's been prepared for the Russell Wilson <laughs> No, I fucking Russia. hate him, so I don't like defending him. All right. That Russia's leads me to my first Russia. question. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Billy. What's worse, having Xander walk or having Russ stay and make $50 million a year until he's 40? <laughs> oh, easily. Actually, it's not easy at all. <laughs> I think I'll take Russ because we can just cut him in two years. Like, Xander leaving fucking sucks. What's the dead cap hit if you cut him in two years? Like, 30 million? Nothing. We're fine. <laughs> oh, nothing. Yeah, not, nothing for the Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. We're owner. crippled There's by Galladay's 18. And you're like, oh, it's I saw Walmart. 30 years. Walmart was cracking down on the fraud lately. I think Russ hurt their pockets too much. Yeah. So, so I was curious, you know. If we're talking about it, because the Broncos suck this year, they're just so bad. Yeah, no doubt. And they fucking suck. So I'm just curious. You're always like a big guy that's always into the draft. You're always, you know, talking about dudes you want in the draft. So who do you think the Broncos are going to take in the first round this year? Mm, Got to take someone on the O line. Yeah, I mean we still got a first round pick at least. (laughs) Wait, the Broncos still have a first round pick? Yeah. Don't you pay attention? They traded Chubb. Oh my god. Oh yeah, they did trade Chubb. That backfired. I I thought it was funny, but yeah, yeah, they do have a first round. That's even funnier. The fact that I didn't think they had one. Frog's like, oh yeah, Skaronsky from uh, Northwestern. I've been been looking (laughs) at him. He is my number one target. You like him, right, Frog? Wisconsin, OSU. What's up? I said you like him, right? Yeah. Word. (laughs) All right. Um, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, my bad. Like a get or something. No, there, there was no get. I was, I was just naming a draft prospect. But um, did you know it's been 1,053 days since the Knicks beat the Nets, yet you guys run New York? How, how's that possible? That sounds like a lie. There's no way. Google it. We had Torian Prince and Garrett me. Temple in the starting <laughs> lineup. I mean, I'm me. watching them right now. Who are you playing? Jeez, we're fine. The balls are just working. Oh, uh, yeah, they're good. <laughs> hey, Proc, can you do me a favor? I'm working on something. Uh, can you rate these three women's names from best to worst? Uh, Janet, Abigail, <laughs> Abigail, <laughs> and Molly. Mm, Molly's going to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> I think for obvious reasons. Oh my god, why Molly? You just like the name a lot? Yeah, man. No particular reason. Brock, you're known for turning red when you drink alcohol. 
What color would you turn if you popped a never-ending gobstopper in that mouth of yours? The green. Turn me to the Hulk. The correct answer is blue. You'd turn into a giant blueberry like Violet Beauregard when she entered Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Poe? Sorry, I'm, I'm still laughing about the mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one to follow up. That, that was a dud. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't stop laughing because I was just thinking all day, like, make, I'm just thinking of Husser laughing at that joke. <laughs> you got another question or no? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. I got, I got some questions for Brock. All right, so... um. Croc, I'm going to start listing some quarterbacks, so just stop me when it gets to someone that Russell Wilson's still better than. Um, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Eric Carr. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> Taylor Heineke, okay, Andy that's Arnold. He's definitely he's better than Heineke. Heineke? Yeah, you're telling me Come Russell on. Wilson is a top 25 quarterback in the NFL right now? I'm not. I, sure I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> All right, Proc. Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? What? Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? supposed to do like the you wanted to what yeah proc <laughs> you think proc's brain can function that well i thought, it was, I thought that was clever <laughs> proc clearly never listened to system over now i got i got too artsy with procs <laughs> so yeah any final words for rasp any smack talk you want to get off your chest i mean wishing the best but he's gonna fucking lose i do feel a little bit bad that i'm starting damn night and he's probably going to end his season. But so You're confident in a win here? I mean, maybe if Zach Taylor wasn't a giant piece of shit, I'd feel a, bit, a little bit more confident. I think maybe i got to find a way to work Latavius Murray into this lineup. Oh, God. No more Broncos, Brock. <laughs> I'm addicted to starting Broncos in fantasy. I can't <laughs> yeah, help we it. know. <laughs> Dude, you, you have a problem. You have an actual I'm... problem. I'm stuck watching these fucking shitty games every week. Like, I need something to root for rather than just watching Denver get blown out week after week. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Dude, they're bad. They're so bad. Anything yeah, else from you, Poe? No, I just want to keep reminding him how bad the Broncos he knows. are. He knows. All right, Proc. Appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, buddy. And good luck. Yeah, thanks for having me. Broncos country, baby. Let's ride. Woo! All right, thank you guys for your time and very well thought out answers. Without further ado, let's get into the matchup. So let's start with the aforementioned proc. He's got Justin Fields against Philly. Fields has been money, but Philly has been very good. He doesn't really have another option, literally no quarterbacks. Oh, no, he's got Goff against the Jets, so that's a scary defense as well. I I like going with Fields with the rushing upside. Personally, what do you think? This is tough. This Philly defense can get after him. 
Chicago's line isn't uh, is, isn't in my opinion going to be able to stand up to the pass rush here. I'm very much. He's been great all year, Billy, but I just think that if Justin Fields stays in this lineup, he's going to be Brock's bust of the week, and it's going to lose him the week, is my thought. So he's my bust of the week. I just really don't think that he's played a defense the level of Philly yet. He wasn't in for the Jets game, but his last few defenses have been Green Bay, Atlanta, Detroit, Miami, and the best defense he's played in like the last eight weeks while he's been going off is Dallas. He, in my opinion, is like in for a huge letdown here. I don't think he's going to be able to get it on the ground like he could with Jordan Davis back. And I don't think that he's going to be able to pass his way into a good fantasy performance because Bradbury and Slay on the outside are going to be a problem for literally the bum-ass receivers that the Bears have. So I don't like him this week at all. So would you do Derek Carr? I just noticed he's on his team as well against New England. This is one of those things where even though I do feel I'm very low on Justin Fields, it's like I'm never going to bench someone with that. You got to try to win the championship right now. Like you're playing for the ceiling this week. So while I can say like I don't think he's going to have a good week because I'm sitting here commentating and it's a lot easier for me to say that than to change my lineup. Um, I, I just would never, I could never stomach seeing Derek Carr put up 12 points and me losing because yeah. of it. I'd rather Fields goes out there. That. Has, yeah, because even, like, I'm saying Fields is going to be a bust, right? Which to me is like he's going to get, like, you know, 13, 14 points. It's not going to absolutely destroy your lineup. You can live with that as opposed to Derek Carr and then Fields is on your bench going off, you know? Yeah, agreed. Because you got too cute with it. Mm-hmm. And then running backs, Josh Jacobs elevated to the RB1 finally. He's an auto play. I don't know if he's in for a huge game against New England. And then Zonovan Knight upgraded to RB2 against Detroit. I like that a lot as well. I I like these two running backs a lot. And good for him for finding a nice gem on the waiver wire here in Zonovan. Yeah, I definitely think wherever field shortfalls are, he'll make up for on the running back positions here. So definitely love Jacobs. He's been nothing but good pretty much the last 14 weeks in a row outside of like that slow start to the season he's been great and and zonovan or as rasp and everybody in the world's calling bam, bam. Mm-hmm. so yeah i think he's in a good spot i will note that the detroit defense has definitely been better of late but it doesn't mean they're good <laughs> so while they've been better lately i, I do like him he's he's been performing literally since he's gotten the touches he's been playing well a lot better than michael carter was playing and james robinson in the same role so he should he should find find his way into the end zone my week or this week would be my thought and then receivers he's got Diggs against miami Diggs auto start no brainer and then right now he's got t higgins in the wide receiver too it seems like he may not play and if he doesn't, he doesn't have receivers. He has Michael Gallup, and yeah, and that's it. So Gallup yeah, against Jacksonville. Really here where yeah, I I'm not so sure. So like, I'm not so sure I would do that. But he doesn't really have a flex receiver. 
Nice got a running back so, there right now, so it's got to be Gallup or a waiver wire. He, he, Don't say I Richie James. Start. I was going to say Paris Campbell. To Stop that. To be honest with you, I would say DJ Chark would be the only one, only guy there that I'd consider, but I don't know. I, I like. Would you start DJ Chark over Gallup? No, I like Gallup against Jacksonville, honestly. I think that's fine. It's it's not world-beating, but... I just don't think he gets the the volume to... I don't know, it's tough. It This sucks that T. Higgins is out. Is he definitely going to be out, though, is my question. Uh, I honestly don't know, but the issue is, if he's even questionable after what the Bengals pulled last week, do you risk yeah, that it? Was... Yeah, shit, that fucking... Zach Taylor did last week. I would risk it. I'd rather lose with T. Higgins being deactivated a five minutes into the game than would you? That literally off. just happened though. That's like a fool me, fool me once, and I won't get fooled again. Yeah, but I, I don't think Zach Taylor would do that shit twice in a row. Is my thought. Fair enough. And then like tight end, so. he's got his Bronco Dulcich or whatever. He's good, kind of. I don't really have anything else to say about him. <laughs> um, he's average at the tight end position and and getting some points, so good enough, I guess. But yeah, he he actually does look good. Like Dulcich, um, he does look like he could be a pretty good tight end if the Broncos were good. Like he'll probably get like three catches, four catches. Oh, you're basically just hoping on those three or four catches he can get you to ten. But I do not cross the the way. I do not love the tight end matchup. And then Flex is interesting. He's got Dobbins in there now, who had a great game last week. And then Najee Latavius on the bench or Gallup if T Higgins plays. I think I'm fine going Dobbins. I think I'm done with the Najee experience if I'm him. And Dobbins seemingly is fully bad. I would definitely go Dobbins, yeah. yeah. I would go Dobbins against this this uh, defense in Cleveland who's been getting kind of gashed at the run all year. So definitely, definitely, definitely would go with uh, A.K. Dobbins here. Cool. And then kicker, he's got the Money Badger against the Jets. Uh, that, that should be fine-ish. Like if the Jets holding the threes. And then Broncos against Arizona is probably really good against Colt McCoy. I I like both of those from the special yeah, teams side um, of things. I don't hate I don't hate that. I, I think the Jets will lead to a lot of field goals in this game. I just think their defense is, is elite, so I don't expect them to let up a lot of touchdowns to the Lions. Cool. Let's swing over to Rasp. So he's got Jalen Hurts against Chicago, so both quarterbacks in that game, they'll have their eyes glued to that screen. Hurts is an auto start, no-brainer. Chicago defense, very bad. This is another 30 points for me. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't say it any better myself. I think Rasp touched upon it when we were talking. Um, He just doesn't want, and I I agree, Like I think they're going to bring... Uh, like kind of giants the bears this week so yeah it, the only question would be if hurts comes it down in the second half because they're up by so much in the first it half didn't stop them last time 
I mean, he played oh, yeah, the whole... but that's a divisional rival, so he's just like... I mean, they kind of needed but... the... Not that we were, like, ever in the game, but, like, I, th- I think we cut it to two scores, like, late in the third. We were down 13, so, I mean, he kind of still needed yeah, to play. It, it wasn't, like... Yeah. It didn't get out of out of hand until late, despite it being out of hand the whole time, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that that would just be my only concern, but I I think he'll definitely hit that projection of twenty six points, even if he ends up leaving. I think it, that's his floor this week. He's going to go the fuck off. And then a little scary with the running backs, as we touched on with Rask, Devin Singletary against Miami. Eh, I don't know. Robinson against the Giants did well. I expect more of that probably. I think that'll be fine. Out of an RB two, Devin Singletary. Uh, he's not going to keep pace with Josh Jacobs, you know? No. No. He's got a significant hole here at Ronnie Hack. Um, my hope would for him would be, to be honest with you, if I was him, I would hope that Jeff Wilson plays against Buffalo. Even though that matchup is stinky, he, I think, has a better chance of falling into the end zone than Devin Singletary. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love Singletary. I think he's good, but James Cook is kind of taking his touches there. And they just don't run the ball well in Buffalo. They really don't. Yeah, it's so. hard. It's a hard one. I that's a hard decision to make for sure. But Brian Robinson, though, I do think he's taken over the command. I think share. that could be a twenty point there, which could help him exactly. out a lot. Agreed. He could end up in the, like he's going to definitely rush like the ball probably like twenty times and. I definitely think he's going to hit around. They got away yards. from the run in the second half, and that's what kind of fucked them and yeah. kind of let us tie the shit out of them. So we'll see. Um, yeah, obviously don't love Devin Singletary, but it's really his only option. I, I, I'd ride with him even if Jeff Wilson plays personally, but we shall see. Let's go to receivers. Keenan Allen is seemingly all the way back. You mentioned Tennessee being fraudulent. And then he's got Hollywood against Denver. That's a little scary with a backup quarterback and a good defense. What do you think about these two? Yeah, so I think Keenan Allen, love it. Tennessee's defense is fucking terrible against the pass this year. Just absolutely getting slaughtered by teams the last few weeks. So love, love, love Keenan Allen this week. He's definitely my boom of the week. Um, Hollywood Brown, I don't it it's just a matter of like what are his other options and like Elijah Moore that's that's who I would consider but it's hard with Samuel I mean eh, he didn't have a great game against the Giants last time is he gonna get 10 targets again maybe Detroit defense kind of bad and they're down to let Mike White throw I'd consider it but and I, I he's considering it too. That would be the only person I consider over Hollywood on his bench, for sure. Kelsey against Houston should be massive. He needs yeah. a nice thirty there. He's not going to get an easier matchup. But is it too easy? Oh, like he was saying, it's it's not that it's too easy. So the one week he like dropped like what two touchdowns it was last week. Or you're talking about he he had a monster game. I think it was last week. Or he dropped two touchdowns, but 
Regardless, Kelsey's like on the trying to break records phase of his career. So I think any week you're in for a week where he's going to get probably 10 plus targets and his odds of scoring a touchdown are extremely high. So love Kelsey in this matchup. It's really just a matter of do they get up early and then abandon the pass? because they that, That's what I meant by too easy. If the Chiefs don't do Even when the Chiefs are up by 21, they throw the ball. Patrick Mahomes threw like three shitty interceptions. They were up 21 nothing, remember? Or 27 nothing? Yeah. Was. And he just threw three shitty interceptions because they so were up So do they stop doing that now? Yeah. They, <laughs> you know? No. No, they don't stop doing that because that's what that's what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes like doing. They like running the score up. They like scoring a bunch of points. So, no. I, I think Kelsey's a smash, smash play in this matchup. I think he's going to go off for us. And then DPJ in the flex, the unsung hero of the team here, against Although, Baltimore. I mean, you he, you got to play him. I'd say Hollywood's more questionable than him, I'd say. And it's like those Watson finally get it moving a little bit. No. No, this is also a Saturday does. game to get you torqued. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think Watson does anything. The, the Baltimore defense has been very good the last few weeks. Um, I I don't I don't love Watson, but I do like DPJ just because I do think like the Browns are probably for even though they have Nick Chubb, probably gonna end up throwing the ball like thirty plus times. So I think him and Njoku are the biggest beneficiaries of that. So he should, in my opinion, be a pretty good play. And then defense Jets against Detroit. Detroit can kind of score, but I, I get the autoplay of the Jets. They're in that small group of autoplay. Exactly. So I, I, I think they're fine. Yeah. Even I, though they could score, they could definitely throw a ton of picks too. True. They're gone. Would you say over under six points for them? Over. Cool. It's good news for him. And then Justin Tucker the auto play a kicker as well so not a ton to say there yeah, absolutely best kicker in the league but yeah who are you taking i'm a little 50 50 so i can be swayed so the huge gap here for me is the running backs and the tight end on the other end Dulcich versus Kelsey. This is the this one's gonna be close. The big little matchup. I think these are two oh, good games. Close. These are two close ones. Yeah. Who are you picking? Because I'm I, I'm I'm not trying to pick on the same side as you for two games. Say it on three. Ready? Three, two, one, rasp. rasp. Alright. Right. I'll take a rasp. I'm just a little afraid favorite. of I don't know. I, I think they're both fielding some holy lineups a bit this week, so the thing is I think I, I think Hertz and Kelsey are just home runs and then I don't think Croc has Keenan home Allen runs. Is a very good play. I think Keenan Allen is a home run play this week. So there you go. And I mean the Chargers are looking better. I just I love what they said on PMT where they're like the Chargers are gonna be like in the playoff hunt, and then they're going to throw it all away in the last week, and it just, I would love for that to happen, so they need to win this week for that to happen. And it's like I was ragging on Hollywood, but he's going against Michael Gallup, so it's like, 
I don't know. Like their holes kind of line up, out. and then I think Rasp has the superstar ability. Yeah. But yeah, that is going to be round one of the playoffs. So if you guys like the format, we will do the coach talk and preview and whole thing just to kind of fill in the episode because obviously only two games this week. It'll be two next week, and then we'll have to figure out something for the championship. But as always, thank you for listening. And yeah, any last words, Poe? No, no, I'm looking forward to this weekend and not having to stress about my lineup at all because i got to buy. Yo, same. All right, guys, (laughs) (laughs) take it easy. Have a good one. Bye-bye.